So who did Jesus, you know, like, hang out with? I'm glad you asked. What's up, everybody? Derek here. Thank you for listening. We are in Mark chapter 2, verse 13 to 17 today. Got a great story. I love this passage. So much stuff out of just like, what, five verses? It's, it's super good. Let's read it together, starting in verse 13. It says this, He, being Jesus, went out again beside the sea, and all the crowds were coming to him, and he was teaching them. And as he passed by, he saw Levi, son of Alphorus, sitting at the tax booth. And he said to him, Follow me. And he rose and followed him. And as he reclined at table in his house, many tax collectors and sinners were reclining with Jesus and his disciples, for there were many who followed him. And the scribes of the Pharisees, when they saw that he was eating with sinners and tax collectors, said to the disciples, Why does he eat with tax collectors and sinners? And when Jesus heard it, he said to them, Those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. I came not to call the righteous, but sinners." What a great story that just summarizes why Jesus came and who he was and who he who he came for, right? So, Jesus is, is teaching, and it says that many were coming to him again. You know, again, the popularity of Jesus is rising and rising and rising, multitude at this point, some translations say, and he's teaching them. And I just want to point that out because it seems like we're getting this in almost every passage is that there's this idea that he teaches or he brings the word, whatever you want to call it. He's speaking to the crowd. He's, he's speaking to their actual need. They need forgiveness of sin. They need the, to be taught the Word more than anything else. That's really what they need is to be forgiven. And, and Jesus provides that, um, and He taught on that. And so He's got all these people around Him. And then He passes by, and I love this. It says that He saw Levi. Out of all the people, this is who He sees. Now, this is significant because of Levi's job, of course. Levi was a tax collector. And in that day, tax collectors were considered to be traitors. They were hated. They were despised by other Jews. The Jewish people considered them to be traitors because basically, so what what had happened was, (laughs) they would work for the Roman government and they would, you know, have the Roman soldiers that would have their back. They would force people to pay over, they would basically force people to overpay for taxes, because whatever was over, they would have to, you know, people had to pay taxes to Rome, but whoever, whatever they paid more than that, the tax collector would keep. And so, um, when a Jew entered into this job, they were considered an outcast. Um, the commentary I'm reading, I'm reading right now mentioned this, and I thought this is pretty good. When you took that job, you were considered an outcast from society, disqualified as a judge or witness in a court session, excommunicated from the synagogues, and in the eyes of the Jewish community, a disgrace extending to your family. So, I mean, this is a terrible profession to have if you want to have a good religious um, acceptance in the Jewish faith. Okay, they were excluded because of this job. And so... The problem is, is that it was a very well, a greatly I mean, sought after job because it paid well, right? And so just the way that he, the way that Jesus sees him and calls him and loves him is just amazing to me. He, he calls him and says, follow me. And what's maybe even more amazing is that Levi got up 
and followed him. I mean, it's, it's even more of a sacrifice. You know, we read about the disciples that got out of the boat. They could always go back to the fishing business. But tax collecting, once you left, I mean, there was a good chance he would never get this job or opportunity again. And then we see Jesus uh, go and dine at Levi's house. And I love this because how often, I mean, I know for me, it, it convicts me because how often do I hang out with people that nobody wants to associate with, not as much as I should, I know. And, and Jesus was so great at this. He hangs out. The question here at the beginning, he hung out with sinners. That's who he came for. And so I think the difference here, the parallel, again, who is Jesus? He's a friend of sinners. That's another explanation that Mark has given us. The sinners now, quote-unquote, are now seeing who Jesus is. That's what this whole book, this whole gospel is about. And now that's what we're, we're seeing here. This party, most people consider it like a going-away party that Levi probably threw for his friends as he's leaving the tax-collecting business. And, and Jesus is there, and the problem is that the disciples— uh, you know, the, sorry, the Pharisees have some issues with this. The word Pharisee, by the way, means separated ones. They separated themselves from everything and everyone that they thought was unholy. Now, they considered themselves to be holy, but basically anything except them was separated from God. And so they did not understand how Jesus could associate with them because they see themselves as separated we do not want to be Pharisees. Pharisees are not something we should seek after if for Christians to be like. And it's funny because Jesus is speaking, or the Pharisees rather, are speaking to the disciples according to this text. But Jesus hears it and just oversteps the disciples and answers for them because that's really what they're wanting to know. And that's really who they're talking about. I just love when Jesus does stuff like that. And he says, I have come not for those that are righteous, but for sinners to repentance. And so This text is just a good, man, there's so many things that you can get out of all these passages. The thing that God convicted me about in this passage was, am I willing to not just, it's one thing to say we love people. It's another thing to go to their house and spend time with them. Am I willing to spend time and invest in relationships with people that are different than me, that may not, you know, that, uh, that church people may not think I need to associate with? Like, who are the groups of people in our society that the church has created this visage that we're not supposed to associate with those certain people? It's just strange to me. I don't know where we got that biblically. In fact, we look just like the Pharisees. I don't want to be one of those people. I want to be somebody that has dinner and reclines and lays back and chills with the people that really need Jesus. Um, I think a lot of times, not to get on a soapbox, we'll move on from today, but how many times do our churches just become just, you know, People uh, like a, a, a doctor's office that no sick people come to. It's just a bunch of well people. What good is that doctor's office? Our churches, I've said this before in sermons at our church, if you've ever been there, but our churches are not meant to be a country club um, or a museum. They are meant to be hospitals. And a lot of times we look a lot more like those things than we do actual hospitals. In fact, we look a lot more like courtrooms probably than we do hospitals. But That's what God has called us to be, is a place that people can come and experience the love of Jesus no matter where they are, no matter what they're in, no matter what their struggle is, and thus welcome them and just be with them. Be with He just reclined with them and ate with them. That's all He did and just hung out with them. And that's all He was doing was eating and drinking with them and hanging out. And I think God has called us to do the same. So spend time with people that's different than you this week. Maybe find a friend that you know may not have the same beliefs as you or somebody that may be struggling and just invest time. Find a way to do that. 
And uh, let's be careful not to disassociate ourselves with people that we may deem unholy or not as righteous as us. Ugh, I don't want to do that. All right, Lord help us. All right, we, I thank you guys for listening. I love you guys. I just do because you're listening and I'm growing. I hope you're growing and I hope you have a great week. We'll see you tomorrow.